listeners and welcome to another edition of Testify here on Eden FM. Thank you so much for making the time to once again tune into the program this evening. And for those listeners who might be listening to the podcast in the future, thank you so much for your ongoing support. And um, yes, just listening to us on this platform as well. Listeners, yes, just a reminder at this stage of how to connect with us. We are on Facebook and we are on Instagram and any of the previous episodes that you might want to access, you can do so on Anchor Podcast uh, at Testify Ministry. Thank you so much for always letting us know which of the programs inspired you um, and also for those individuals that contact me to let me know that they would like to tell their story. And so this, once again, is an open invitation to you. Please do connect with us on our social media pages and uh, let the Holy Spirit inspire you to tell your story of how God has worked in your life. You never know, your testimony might be that thing that saves someone else's life. And that's what we are called to do as disciples of the Lord. And so this evening, let's start once again uh, with Christo van der Skeef from WordSpread Foundation, who will be speaking to us this evening um, about some of the work that they're doing at WordSpread. And once again, just giving us some inspiration around e being an evangelist, being um, 
a disciple for the Lord in terms of bringing his message or our message, excuse me, and the word of God to our greater community. Christu, thank you once again for joining us this evening. Hello, Ingrid. Yes, thank you so much. It's great to join you again this evening on Testify. And um, yeah, it's interesting. In the free state where I come from originally, September is the start of a new season. Spring. Mm. Oh, I know in the Southern Cape it takes a little bit longer. But <laughs> I thought I'd use this as the intro to our theme for this week. And I think for many or for probably most of our listeners, it may be an interesting theme. And then the end. Now, that may sound, um, well, even scary to some of our listeners. That's really not what I'm trying to get to. But I, I do want our, our listeners, uh, that's our podcast listeners as well, to think about something that we as, uh, well, just human beings try to not think about as often. Have you ever thought about the end of the world or the way in which it will end? Now, you'll know there are many movies and books about the end of the world, and this can be a scary thought for many people, as I said, but as followers of Jesus, when we think about the end of the world, it's a reminder that God, God is not finished working and that everything will be accomplished in his perfect timing. We should live Christ will come again. In our basic discipleship manual or course that we have published at WordSpread over the last two years, it's called What Next? And I know many of our listeners have heard of it before. Maybe some of them uh, have purchased the, the book as well. Um, they'll know that for is uh, the end. And yeah, I want to share a little bit or spend a little bit of time this evening on exactly that topic. So in essence, the account of the Bible follows God's actions as he works out his plan to reverse the effects of the fall so that his kingdom may reign on earth. God created human beings in his own image and place them in his good world to shape it and to lovingly rule over it on his behalf. But from the moment Adam and Eve rebelled against God, this world has been under a curse, and it's been stained by sin and death. As Paul put it in Romans 8 verse 19 to 22, the entire creation has actually been groaning to be set free from its bondage to corruption. God's comprehensive plan of redemption is to reverse everything that sin has done to corrupt this world. The Bible begins with the statement that in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. And towards the end of Revelation, the last book in the Bible, God declares, behold, I am making all things new. We can't talk about the end without talking about Jesus. Our final salvation is coming at the end of history when Jesus returns. But that salvation has already been purchased and secured 
Jesus assured us of this when he announced from the cross, it is finished. Whatever will take place in the future, our hope is secured in the reality that Jesus has acted decisively in history and he's restored our broken relationship with God. Jesus' life, his death, and his resurrection were not just a part of the story of redemption. They were the climax. That was where Eve's descendant crushed the head of the enemy as God had pr pronounced in Genesis 3 verse 15. So because of what Jesus has done on our behalf, history is moving toward a glorious end. Just as history changed when Jesus came to earth, everything will be changed again when he returns. The author of Hebrews explains the significance of both of Jesus' appearances on earth. And I'm going to read from Hebrew 9, verse 24, all the way to 28. For Christ has entered not into holy places made with hands, which are copies of the true things, but into heaven itself, now to appear in the presence of God on our behalf. Nor was it to offer himself repeatedly as the high priest enters the holy places every year with blood, not his own, for then he would have had to suffer repeatedly since the foundation of the world. But as it is, he has appeared once for all at the end of the ages to put away sin by the sacrifice of himself. And just as it is appointed for man to die once, and after that comes judgment, so Christ, having been offered once to bear the sins of many, will appear a second time, not to deal with sin, but to save those who are eagerly waiting for him. Jesus appeared the first time to sacrifice himself and pay the debt that was owed because of our sin in order to secure our salvation. And he will come again to bring that salvation to fruition. This is the future that history is moving toward. And this is how the world will end. Ingrid, I'm going to hand back to you for a moment and we can listen to some music. When I return, we will share a little bit more about the end and what we need to expect, what we need to be looking out for as we approach the end of time. Thank you, Christo. Yes, not uh, an easy topic. Um, always to talk about or what people would want to hear, but one that we need to be conscious of all the time. And yes, as you said, it's the start of spring. Oh, my word. I even forgot to mention that. But uh, time is going so fast and that's lovely to be able to anticipate all the new blooms and this new season we're going into. The song we're going to listen to now is Peace Be Still by Hope Dost. I don't want to be afraid every time I face the waves 
wanna be afraid. I don't wanna be afraid. And I don't wanna fear the storm just because I hear it roar. I don't wanna fear the storm. I don't wanna fear the storm. Welcome back to your listeners. You're listening to Testify on Eden FM. I'm Ingrid Carly Moses, and with me this evening is Christopher Andeskay from Wordspread Foundation. And Christopher's got a very interesting topic that he's discussing with us this evening. Um, starting off with, and then the end, 
Oh my, what an interesting phrase. Christo, I'm gonna hang back to you uh, to continue this insightful conversation that you are sharing with us. Yes, Ingrid, and then the end. I hope that my introduction during the first session of this uh, uh, broadcast that just started to activate people to think about what happens, what comes at the end. We know there was a beginning. And uh, in the Bible, it says, in the beginning, God created heaven and earth. But the question we're dealing with tonight is, what are we supposed to um, know about what will come at the end, have you done much studying? And I'm asking this to each of our listeners. Have you done much studying or thinking on how and when the world will end? If so, what has been your impression of the end times? And if not, why do you think you haven't approached this issue in the past? Now, that's a double-barrel question. And I think... We should stand still by both of those aspects quickly. If you have not considered what will happen in the end, I'm talking about at the end, the consummation of the ages. What happens then? I think the question that everyone listening to this story tonight, or probably most of our listeners least would have made out for themselves is that they want to be and an eternity with Christ, with God. They want to be in heaven. They don't want to be in hell. They don't want to be in a dark place. And uh, they want to be in a place where they can be with other Christians, spending eternity with the Lord. But how will that happen? How is that going to take place? Well, I'm not here this evening to share with you on all the many different outlooks that Christian theologists have about the end of times. I can tell you that much. As often as I venture into this topic, even just in Bible study or discipleship, I realize that there are so many different outlooks on what the end of times will look like. We know these people that is awaiting the harpazo as it's called in Greek, the uh, rapture, when a group of Christians will be uh, raptured to heaven to be with God. We know that there are many people, even Christians, that believe that there will not be an end of times. I think that is, that's a terrible situation to be in, is not to know and not to believe that there will be an end to spend an eternity to spend with God. And then there are so many, so many, probably millions or even billions of Christians not having any idea what that final um, lasting eternity will look like. Now, I remember when I was a youngster, the, um, the pastors at church and at Sunday school will often confront us uh, as kids and as youth with this question, where will you be if you were to die today? And they would also 
try to paint the picture as difficult or as bad as possible, if that did not include accepting Jesus as your savior. Now, um, I, again, I'm not here this evening to share with our members on making that decision, because I believe that um, at some stage in your life, you've been confronted with that question. And I trust that the Lord has helped you to at least make the decision to accept him as your savior. Now, what the Bible tells us is that if we accept Jesus as our savior, then we know that we will be able to spend eternity with him. In fact, if you have accepted Jesus as your savior, then there's a big, big responsibility on you as Christian to share that message of salvation, not just for the here and now, but also for eternity with as many other people as you are able to. Because if you believe that there's an eternity to be spent with Christ, then the eternity without Christ, without God, also exists, can also come into play. And where will you be if that decision was not taken in your life or then in someone else's life? And there's a lot to say, and I'm not going to spend this evening talking about what an end of age would look like without God. But you can be sure it will be a dark place. It will be a difficult place. An eternity without love. An eternity without his mercy. Can you consider, can you think of being in eternity without God? And it only depends on one decision, and that is accepting God as your savior. Now, there's a lot more to say about that. And, and, and as I mentioned, this is not exactly where I want to spend this evening. I want to talk to you about at the end, when the king of kings returns this evening. That'll be a big portion of what I want to leave with you. And if we read the word of God, we see that at the end, especially if you spend time working through the book of Revelation, that there will be a return to earth by God, by Christ. As a triumphant king, he will come and take his place on a throne to rule over earth and all that he had created as a king. And so I think for many of us, especially South Africans, who have not grown up in a monarchy, have no exact or specific uh, frame of mind regarding a king sitting on a throne and ruling over uh, the people that falls in his kingdom or lives in his kingdom. It sometimes takes a little bit of thinking. Uh, but let's be honest about this. This is a good God. It's a good king. It's not the kings that we so often read about in stories and tales uh, who is a bad king, who doesn't take care of his kingdom, uh, who has a lot of people suffering as a result of him being on the throne. This God, this king that we serve, is a king who has always ruled in love. 
Yes, he has had to disciple and discipline uh, mankind so often for the wrong that we do uh, towards each other and also toward him. But this king will come back one day at the end to rule forever and ever as a good king. Ingrid, I'm going to hand back to you for a moment. Let's listen to more some to some more music, and then when I return, I'll end off this discussion by talking again about the end that is to come. Thank you, Christo. Yes, and uh, the song that uh, is coming up now is a South Africa song, and it is an Afrikaans song. But translated, it says, "I will not be afraid." Excel me bangviously by Joe Nimant, and exactly that. Let's not be afraid for when the end does come. Hey, what in the sky? Van the allerhoogste sit. And die geheime plek. Salve God kan sê, u is my bergvesting, my toevlug op wie ek vertrouw. Want u, u sal my kom haal, by die diepste donker plekke waar ek ring word dier die doodsgevaar, ja. My scope, my freedom. Sun. 
listeners i hope you enjoyed that song yes for those of you listening on podcasts from other countries it's in a foreign language to you i'm sure but a lovely one that so beautifully expresses our attitude towards um, what to expect in the future all of us the end will come but the key thing is that we must not be afraid thank you crystal i'm going to hand back to you again to continue the conversation this evening I mean, yes, Ingrid, thank you for that wonderful piece of music. And I will not fear. If you this evening are a follower of Jesus Christ, if you made that decision, it may have been long ago, it may have been very recently, but when you made that decision in your life to accept Jesus as your Savior, you got with that, not just salvation, and he's continuing grace and mercy. But you also need not fear, not for the now, and definitely not for the future. We know that there will be an end. And we have only to look at history to realize that for some people, the end comes quicker than they ever planned it for it to happen. Um, but for some of us, it may still be a long while before that actual end arrives. And for many people, if we just look over the last two millennia, two thousand years, how many people uh, were born, lived, got old, eventually died without seeing that return of Christ as the king, the one to rule and reign forever, without them seeing any of that happening. Now, if we, if we look at all those millions of people who may have had the decision, made the decision to accept Christ as their savior, but never experienced life, the Bible for us, they will arise. And they will be with those, go, go with those in life to be with the Lord and um, to spend time with him in eternity. And so when we say the end will come, well, the end will come at the end. And uh, that's what we are supposed to be looking forward to. Not just an end that will arrive sometime during our livelihood or lifetime be it if we pass on when we're young or maybe uh, when we grow very, very old, but it's an end to be spent with God. And that's what I want as Christians, that there will be a time of new heavens and a new earth 
and living on this planet forevermore, never to go back to what we have known up to now. And that is something that we should live and strive for every day. I don't want to say to you, as so many pastors and so many churches have told the members, you have to live your life God-like, Christ-like, because of one day, one day to come. God created us to live in the here and now in a relationship with him. And that is the message that you need to share as an evangelist with as many people out there as possible, is that life is not about what is to come. It is, it is about the year and now. But we need to realize that as we live in the year and now, as we are confronted daily with all the bad things out there, if we just look back over the last two months, what we had seen happen in South Africa alone, I'm not even looking at going through a wave of the COVID pandemic, looking at the looting and the, the, the unrest back in July. Just in a two-month period, look at what we have had to deal with as Christians in this world. Look at the tremendous number of people out there who have never met Jesus, who have never had the opportunity to accept the, 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 the mercy and the grace that he offers us. And first of all, we need to realize that we cannot live for the end. We need to live for the year and now with Christ in our lives every single day, with our testimony to the world every day. Where we work, where we walk, where we move, we need to testify. But we need to always live with the end in mind. And so if we say this evening and then the end we have to realize that that is something not to fear. That is something not to be afraid of. It's something not to rather not think about, as so many of us do. But it is something to be excited about. Because the end, the end, that time when all will pass, will be a time when we will be a based on your own decision with Christ, with the King, the King of Kings forever and evermore. And so as I come to the end of this third session, and as we move into the last part of this uh, recording, I want to leave this with you. What will you do with the message of love that the Lord has sent you with to the world? Isn't this, after what you've heard this evening, even more of a reason to go and share that with so many people, so many people out there who need to know that life and what we were created to be was not just to suffer through, was not just to live to a certain day and age and then die and then it ends. That was not what God had called us to be. When he did not end at our death, 
That plan ends with the end when we have the opportunity to be with him. Let's spread that message. It's an exciting message. It's a wonderful message because it does not end with death. That may for many be just the start of it all. Take this message of love and hope and the good news about the end to the world. Ingrid, let's listen to some more music. Thank you, Christo. And this next song is called One Day by Matt Redman.
It's one day we will see face to face. Jesus, is there a greater vision of grace? And in a moment we shall be changed. In a moment we shall be changed. Yes, in a moment we shall be changed. On that day. And when we all get to heaven, what a day of rejoicing that will be. When we all see Jesus, we'll sing and shout the victory. We'll sing and shout the victory. Welcome back, dear listeners. You're listening to Testify on Eden FM. And with me this evening is Christopher Descape from Words Bread Foundation with a very interesting topic and one that I believe we certainly need to take to heart. We never know when the end might be, but what is our readiness and our state, state of preparedness for when that, that does happen in our life? Christo, thank you so much for the conversation so far this evening. And I believe you're going to wrap this up now and put it all together and give us some information about um, some of the activities from Wordspread Foundation. Ingrid, yes. Let's go back to where I started at the uh, at the start of this recording of this uh, program, and I started off by sharing with our listeners that we do not live in a time that will forever continue without an end. There is an end, and it will come. It may actually be much sooner than we even hope for at this stage. There's been so many people over the years, prophets and people predicting when the end of time will come. I'm not here this evening, and I haven't been here this evening to try and put an end date on my discussion, not at all. What I want to leave our listeners with is the realization that at the end, there will also be a day of judgment. And at that judgment, it will be determined where each of us will spend our time in eternity at the end. And it will either be in heaven with God, or it will be in hell, a place where none of us want to be ever. But there will be a day of judgment. And that's why each of us, every single one of us, who made that decision to follow the Lord as Christians need to go to the world with a message that Jesus loves them, that it's a decision they need to make to accept him, his grace, his mercy, his forgiveness, so that when their time ends as well, they can have a time, a time forever with him as their Lord England, thank you for the opportunity to also share with our listeners, just in short, with what WordSpread is busy with at the moment. Um, we, as I mentioned before, uh, during the next two weeks, we'll be doing in Gauteng 
three church growth conferences, and I am really excited about uh, events that will be taking place in Soweto. Uh, there will be an event in the north of Pretoria, and then in Davidton at the East Rand on the 23rd of September. And I want to ask our listeners to pray with us that uh, the Lord just allows for those events to impact the churches in those areas. Then I also um, want to remind our listeners as well, uh, again, of what next as a discipleship resource. And I think the, the easiest would be just to reach out to us at our office number 064-504-5954. And um, let's have a discussion. Let's see how easy or quick it is that we can get a copy or even copies of the what next to you. And um, as our listeners know by now, uh, in partnership with Oasis, also many other discipleship resources that we could help churches with, make it available at affordable prices. So, um, yeah, Ingrid, thank you so much again for an evening together. And may you be blessed and may our listeners be blessed. And um, let's always remember that there will be an end. Let us make sure that when we get to that end, we spend it with the Lord for always and always. Thank you, Christo, for um, being courageous in addressing this topic this evening. And I say courageous because I know that even us as Christians do tend to shy away from it and don't want to bring up the perspective or the insight or the knowledge to about the end. And um, a very brave of you to bring that up this evening and in such an insightful and succinct way, a definitely part of our Christian life as well. The question being, where are we likely then to, to end? Is it going to be with the Lord or will it be somewhere else? And with that, I want to close off in prayer to bless us and to help us to connect to the spirit once again and to help us to stay in relationship with the Lord. So listeners, thank you so much for tuning in this evening. And I'm going to close off with prayer. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, amen. Dear Father God, thank you for your love. Thank you, Lord, that we can get to know you. Thank you, Jesus, for being our savior and calling us into relationship with you. Jesus, we know it's not always easy, but we look forward, Lord, to meeting you one day. Just as God said in the beginning, he set a point in time. And just so there will be a point in time for us when it will come to an end as, as well. Help us to be prepared for that. Help us to know you better. Help us, Lord, to reach salvation, Lord, and to reach eternal life. Thank you for giving us this knowledge and help us to live a life, Lord, that will enable us to connect with you one day. May each step that we take in our lives be a fruitful one and one that draws us closer to you. Thank you for the work that WordSpread Foundation is doing. And I ask you to please bless the initiatives that they will be hosting over the next few weeks. Bless the staff, Lord, with the strength to be able to see it through and bless them with the financial resources and whatever other resources they may need. And may we, as a supporting community, to continue to hold them up in prayer. Thank you that we can do this, Lord, in your name. Amen. 
Good night, dear listeners. And we're going to play out with a local, another local song by Joyous Celebration called Who Am I? Good night until we meet again.
Thank you. 